Welcome to the SBC Newsroom for Friday, July 8th, 2022. It is I, your co-host, Mark Claire, reporting with my colleague, Remzo Martinez. Remzo, welcome to the inaugural SBC Newsroom. News- I couldn't even say it right. New room. It's Well, it is a new room. It's a new room and a newsroom. Well, it, it, yeah, at least you said inaugural right. You didn't say inaugular. Or ina- Who says that? I'm that just sounds imag- like how you would say it. I, I'm imagining, Linear. well, I'm imagining George Bush pronouncing words. Nuclear, nuclear. Inaugural. Inaugurale. Well, either way, no matter how you pronounce it, new room, newsroom, it is new. It does have news. And this is going to be a new weekly show for those that didn't catch the announcements. We announced this back on episode 100 and episode 101. We're going to be doing this new Friday show where we just pop our heads in, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the realm of pop culture, comics, movies, etc. Uh, obviously, the more comic-centric w- will be more common, but who knows what we may- might get into. And uh, once a month, we're also going to do a book of the month, uh, just kind of highlighting whatever Remzo and I thought our favorite uh, book of that month was. Sometimes it'll be me and Remzo. Sometimes it'll just be one of us. Sometimes we'll have some guest co-hosts. It's, uh, we're going to mix it up here, but it's going to be uh, a little bit of taste of the news and pop culture that we just couldn't cram into the main show and and do that justice anymore. So I'm very excited, Remzo. What about you? There's so much going on. Well, I mean, I feel like there's always something going on, but, uh, you know, no one ever complained about too much of a good thing, Mark. Mm, I'm trying to think. No one. Has no one ever complained about too much of a good thing? Okay, people bitch about good things all the time. Some people have. Okay. All right, but I get get the point. The point is, if you love our takes, if you love comics, you're going to love this show. And today we're going to be looking at, there's just seemingly been a string of these coming out this week. I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but for whatever reason, there has been just a ton, ton of, I'm going to call them all rumors because I think none of them are confirmed as news, but they all have varying degrees of credibility, you might say. But there have been a lot of Marvel casting rumors coming out in the past week. And the one I want to start with is the one that hits home for the me the most. Everybody knows. Fantastic Four, first comic book I ever read. Big fan, always been a fan of the Thing character. I've been just waiting with bated breath for the Marvel debut of the Fantastic Four. And now there is a report claiming, now again, this is a rumor. I believe it started on 4chan and then was shared on Reddit. So take it for what you will. But I believe this poster is known to have revealed accurate things in the past, which is why this is being taken as a somewhat serious rumor, uh, more so than just random uh, fan casting. But supposedly um, the thing is not only going to debut in the She-Hulk show, which is interesting enough if if it's true. So we can kind of delve into how that might look, but also that he'll be played by Jason Siegel, who, what did you say you know him from, Remzo? How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Jason Siegel is a hilarious actor who has been in so many amazing movies and uh, TV series, starting with now, of course, I make fun of you and then I'm going to forget what is the name of the show when they're all teenagers and it was from like the 90s. I forget. Anyway, he's in that. Degrassi. Yes, thank you. So you do know about Degrassi. I know Degrassi Next Generation. All right. Well, he is uh, Jason Siegel is one of many uh, actors you would recognize that are in the original Degrassi, including James Franco, Seth Rogen, um, Linda Cardellini, and probably about 20 other people that I can't think of right now. So it's it's it was a breeding ground for successful, funny people. Probably some satanic cult stuff going on there with you can't have that many successful people in Hollywood gathered around. There's probably some shady stuff going on. Oh, Harvey Weinstein and some Disney execs were totally touring the lots during that. 
<laughs> perhaps. But nonetheless, uh, what do you think about this rumor? What do you think about its credibility? And before we even get into the Jason Stiegel casting potentiality, which I do like, uh, what do you just think about the idea that of introducing these a Fantastic Four character in another series as opposed to in the upcoming movie itself, which we're not even sure when that's going to be. I think it's been loosely plagued for 2025, but I'm not positive. And that being said, we already did see a Fantastic Four character, John Krasinski, uh, in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, playing an alternate version of Mr. Fantastic, which is not a guarantee that he will do so in the MCU. I'm not feeling as hot about these potential cameos as some people might be. For one, this whole this whole thing with She-Hulk, with the CGI being off and with the tone of the show just being a little askew from the normal uh, type of Disney Plus show that we've been getting. I was a big supporter of the idea of She-Hulk getting her own show. I am glad that they're going with a more lighthearted comedic theme. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see uh, Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth return from the from, uh, you know, the Avengers series and the Incredible Hulk. So right there, it should have been fine. But with the CGI struggles, with the tonal inconsistencies with some of the stuff that's been coming out about it, I'm not I, I'm not feeling as confident as I once was. And when it comes to introducing other prominent characters in other character shows, I'm not inherently against that. I just feel that they're so worried about screwing up the Fantastic Four again that they have to go ahead and soft paw their way into other shows in order to kind of test uh, audience reactions to assess where they really want to put their time and money and actually build up a film. Uh, I am a little bit happy and worried at the same time because uh, Fantastic Four director John Watts, who directed the uh, Sony MCU Spider-Man films, did exit recently. People have been saying that this might actually be John Krasinski's opportunity to not only star in, but also direct the Fantastic Four film. But what this is kind of showing is that even if the rumor is true, and let's assume it is, I feel that for big characters like this, it's kind of insulting. You want to go ahead and introduce a B-lister or a C-lister? Fine. But Mr. Fantastic's not a B-lister. Are you talking about his introduction in Doctor Strange? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about that for an example, but I'm also saying that the thing is not a B-lister. The thing is popular. I don't know about that. I mean, if are, are we talking in comics or in? I think either way, honestly. Look, as much as he's been on in live action three times, three films, both the mid two thousands Fantastic Four films. Then there was that terrible uh, twenty fifteen film, and let's go ahead and also um, and that one from like the nineties, the, the Roger McCormick nineteen ninety one unreleased film. So we're not talking about somebody who's never been on the screen before. We're not talking about somebody who kids can't easily recognize. Here's the test, though. If you if you showed your your well, your family might be different because your family read some of your family read comics. But like if I showed my mom a picture of that character they or my dad, they would have no clue. Whereas if I showed them a picture of Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, the Hulk, even they would all be able to name them without a problem. So I think that that's kind of my personal litmus test for is this a big character or not? I'd love to think the Fantastic Four are big characters. They should be. Um, but even within whether we're looking at comic sales or we're looking at whatever mainstream recognizability. I think they're just below that, that first tier either way. So I don't know if he would, I mean, I certainly wouldn't call Look, I love Ben Graham. I love the thing, but it's hard to to justify calling them him like an A-list character. You want to introduce She-Hulk in a fantastic four movie. One that can be done Two, there's comic book source material to back up those types of stories. Having the thing appear in a She-Hulk TV show 
even then I would say that's not, that's even a step below introducing Mr. Fantastic in the Doctor Strange movie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily introducing Mr. Fantastic as in into our storyline. It's just kind of giving us a glimpse. Um, I got to think we are going to end up getting John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I think with the fan response, it would be a huge disappointment. if Kevin Feige's being- not letting him go. No, no, there, there, there's just no way. Uh, it, but either way, uh, you know, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, now personally, I feel like the Fantastic Four should be a big deal. It seems like Kevin Feige sees them as a big deal. So if that's the case, I would want that big deal aside from the John Krasinski, Doctor Strange thing. But in storyline, I would want them to de- to debut kind of with their origin story. Um, and I, I'm kind of curious how they're going to do that. Are they going to? I, I'm almost wondering if they're going to have because there was a reference. If you remember in WandaVision, there was a reference to like some other space flight and cosmic rays. Um, I forget the character's name, but he was the one that was like the evil boss of that government. Oh, agency. The, yeah. The, he was the guy who was the director of sword. Yes. Yes. And he referenced some other sh- ship, like, and something dealing with cosmic rays before it seemed like a potential reference to a fantastic four. So I'm wondering if they were created in a secret mission that happened during the blip or something like that. And now they exist somehow, but the public doesn't know about them yet. Um, which would explain how, you could like see the thing maybe working his way into She-Hulk. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I guess at the end of the day, it just, it would, if, if this is what happens, it would just be all about how, how they did it. You know, if they did it well, I'd probably like it. And if they did it in a shitty way, I'd hate it. You know, the, the only thing that I believe is really supporting your theory is the fact that phase four Marvel has been so chronologically inconsistent. Now I don't mean having films that take place before other films. That's not, I mean, that's not out of normal. I mean, Marvel has been doing that since phase one. They did it by introducing uh, by putting Captain America after Thor, by referencing Thor at the end of Iron Man two, by having, uh, you know, the Incredible Hulk come after Iron Man one, but then take place technically after Thor and all that stuff. I mean, nonlinear storytelling is a Marvel staple. They do it very well. They've done it almost every phase. But this is this is this is jumping all over the place. People constantly have to question where this takes place. And I I don't feel I I feel like Marvel Studios, I feel like Disney, while they definitely have enough goodwill from fans to make a mistake every once in a while. And the MCU is filled with inconsistencies. If you really take a look at it, I, I feel like they're less they're feeling less safe about introducing certain characters as they once did. This is not introducing the Punisher and Daredevil. This is introducing Marvel's first family through other films. So it, it just, it, 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 I don't feel as confident. And, and I also don't think that casting Jason Siegel, I, I've said this about uh, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. I'm not a fan of casting comedians as action heroes. I, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't like it. And maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm a little judgy because I sound like the type of fan in 1989 complaining about Michael Keaton being cast as Batman. So I understand oh, man, that he took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be those guys, <laughs> my but, next words. but I'm really not excited if this is true. I really hope there are some other people that they might be looking at. 
Well, I will speak up in defense. You know, it wasn't Degrassi I was thinking of. I totally got mixed up. You fucked me up with Degrassi. It's Freaks and Geeks is the show I was thinking of. That is I've the show I've never that heard had, of Freaks and Geeks. You should check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, that is a show that has uh, Jason Siegel, um, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Linda Cardellini, and like 20 other actors you would recognize as teen- as like actual teenagers. So basically the feature good. cast of a bunch of MCU films. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, I will speak in favor of Jason Siegel as an actor because I've seen a lot of his movies. And yes, he's in a lot of comedy and he is very funny but he actually has a pretty good acting range and I think he can pull off I think he could pull off this role were he to have it uh, in a way that could also be a disaster, but could also be done really well. Because uh, I, I, do, I do believe I could be making this up. Anyway, he seems like the kind of guy who would be a lifelong comic book fan, doesn't he? He's, he's, he's that kind of like nerdy type dude. So uh, assuming he has any affinity for the character of the comics, I think he would be able to do the character of Ben Grimm. It's actually more easy for me to see him playing the thing uh, just as the voice and the and the whatever like, than him playing Ben Grimm, you know, because Ben Grimm is supposed to be like this big jock or whatever. So I don't know if we'll even see Ben Grimm or if he would be Ben Grimm in a flashback showing the origin story or, or, or how that might work. But I would definitely be open to the casting because now, look, the thing is not a character like Batman. Like they can fuck up the thing and it's probably not the end of the world. Whereas you're not going to want to fuck up, say, Spider-Man, which they did not. Well, maybe they fucked up Spider-Man, but they did not fuck up the casting with Spider-Man. Let's put it that way. I think we all agree Tom Holland's great as Peter Parker. Um, but... Michael Keaton was like, like you said, he was lambasted as only a comedian. And I would just say, I think Jason Siegel has, has range outside of just being a comedian. So I'd be open to it uh, for that reason. Whereas while Paul, while I like Paul Rudd too, when I think of Paul Rudd movies, I'm basically just thinking of him playing the same character. And I think if you've only seen a few of Jason Siegel's movies, you might think the same thing, but he, I've seen, I feel like I've seen like 30 of his movies and he always has, has a pretty good range in them. So I'd be open to it. Um, whether or not it's real, I guess might be, might be the better thing to discuss. Who knows? Uh, but I believe now I first saw this on everything always. And I believe he said, this is a, this comes from a, a rumor, a source that has been credible and proven correct before. Um, another part of this, too, it, originally, if this is ru- true, the part of the rumor is that he was originally supposed to debut in Spider-Man No Way Home. But as we know, they changed a lot of stuff in that movie. America Chavez was supposed to be in it originally. She was supposed to be how they brought in Toby and Andrew into that spider world and said they ended up giving it to Ned because they changed the whole order of those movies and she didn't exist yet. Um uh, but who knows? It's obviously a lot of stuff has been changing uh, behind the scenes at Marvel these, these past couple of years. And it's just it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because uh, they've had a couple duds in phase four, but a couple studs, too. And, uh, you know, with Kevin Feige manning the ship, it, it's I, I, I still got to have faith for the overall direction, at least when it comes to the bigger picture stuff. But there's there's been at least enough incidences to to make us cast a little doubt. I guess you might say. Yeah. And in the MCU's defense, there are very few castings that I've ever been upset about. I don't think I've really been upset about any. So I think if if this is true and Feige is like, this guy's going to be our Ben Grimm, then, you know, I'm not I'm not, you know, and Feige, I trust. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to give him a fair shot and he might do very well. I still think my dark horse candidate, Brendan Fraser, would make an amazing film. Oh, I could see that. I could. I, I would I, love that. Dude, I, I've been on a Brendan Fraser kick recently and he's actually like a pretty good actor. He's kind of forgotten. But when you go back and watch his movies, especially like comedies with him, what's the one? Uh, Bedeviled. Uh, we just Bedeviled watched that. Bedeviled funny. He's incredible in that movie. I mean, he's absolutely hilarious. You got to get on Doom Patrol and his portrayal is uh, Cliff the robot in the uh, doom Brendan patrol Fraser's in doom control brendan frazier is, is cliff. i would have watched it a, a year and a half ago like, like he's basically me. he's basically for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Be doing a thing type of role. So I could that that's why I think that would be easily transferable. And he's also uh he's also playing Firefly in the upcoming Batgirl film. So I mean Brendan Fraser is getting his superhero chops in. Well, I knew none of this, so I'm I'm gonna seek seek out this show finally after telling you many times I would check it out. Um so this next piece of news, now maybe you can tell me about this guy. I know nothing about him. His name is Taryn Taryn Egerton, and he is this supposedly this is maybe depending on your perspective, more or less credible than a 4chan post. Um, but this actually comes from a New York time interview with this actor, Taron Egerton, that he is in talks for a role in Marvel. And I guess he let out that that role is none other than Wolverine. So what can you tell me about this character, this Egerton fellow? I know nothing. Egerton first really hit the scene in the, in Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman franchise where he oh, that plays, guy. yeah, where he, him then. Where, he, where he plays uh Eggsy, the main character. He did fantastic in those films. And he also portrayed, um, Elton John in rocket man, a role where many people were wondering whether or not that was going to work. But he, I mean, he, he just hit it out of the park. He did an amazing job, not only acting in that film, but singing and dancing. It's very, it's very rare to find a triple threat type of actor these days in Hollywood. Uh, he's done a few, uh, uh, you know, British indie flicks here and there. So he definitely has a range. What I like about British actors and you see this, whether you're talking about Cumberbatch or Holland or the others, they always have to start in a more classical sense um uh, tom holland i'm, I'm sorry uh, tom hiddleston for one you know started doing uh, victorian theater and stuff like that shakespearean theater yeah uh, so i mean he's he's somebody who can do serious he can do comedy he could do action he also was in a a, a remake of robin hood which was not very popular but he could do that type of film i could see him as a wolverine and if they're trying to go for an actor that can stay on for a good decade uh you know similar to like robert downey jr prior to that um uh hugh jackman as wolverine i could totally see him being a middle uh, a youngish middle-aged wolverine who can age throughout the films and do a do a standout job so if this casting is serious and i'm very excited for this i don't know of many other actors i could see uh taking on this role after hugh jackman a lot of people said tom hardy I, I don't see Tom Hardy doing this, especially since Venom has, uh, you know, crossed over into the MCU technically and stuff like that. So I think Tom Hardy is out as Wolverine. But uh, Taron Egerton is is Logan. I can absolutely see that. All right. Well, now that I envisioned the guy from, uh, well, uh, the Kingsman movie. Well, I can say I, I thought I remember him being good in those movies. It's hard for me to picture him as Wolverine. But as we've seen with other castings and stuff, if they're a good actor, you know, that's what we should have faith in more than can I envision them as Wolverine. I mean, you, you, it's so easy to envision Hugh Jackman as Wolverine now. But if you had just looked at his resume alone, you wouldn't really think, oh, this guy is the kind of guy that. Oh, would, the boy from Oz role. is not going to be Wolverine. No, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I and Hugh Jackman is a fantastic actor. And so that's why he was able to become a fantastic Wolverine. I think either way, whoever takes the spot of Wolverine, if it's this guy or somebody else guy. It, it is a tough one because you're coming across just the most maybe 
right next to Patrick Stewart as Professor X. And look, someone else has already done that fairly well, so I guess it's not impossible. But I mean, how many Cyclops up. actors have has have they had? They've had technically like three, four Cyclops know. actors. And they all seem like no the same one, guy to me. Yeah, no one ever remembers them. No one cares. Yeah. Well, that sums up Cyclops <laughs> in, in all mediums. <laughs> anyway, no one cares. Where can I sleep tonight? Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm open to it. Uh, I'm interested in it. This one sounds, I, I, I guess, very credible if the actor himself is unafraid to uh, speak about it publicly. Um, that being said, we have just one more casting rumor here to look at. This is a strange one, an interesting and strange one. And I'm really not sure what to make of it or what exactly means. But I will let you take take this one, Remso, since this was reported on by Abounding uh, Into Comics, was it not? Bounding in the comics picked up on this story where basically after uh, an episode of the Howard Stern show, they forgot to turn off the mic. So it was a hot mic moment and some people caught it. You can go ahead and listen to the audio. I think it's still available on a uh, bounding in the comics. You can also find it on, on a, a Twitter as well. Some people were able to grab it, but long story short, um, you know, Howard Stern is not a man that works a lot. He does like eight months of shows and then he takes like, three, four months off and then he has a bunch of fill in people and stuff like that. So he's a man of time and his uh, co-host, I, I forget her name. She was asking Robin him like Quivers. Robin, he, Robin She's was asking, going, huh? yeah, Robin was there and Robin is like, Howard, what are you doing after work? And he's like, ah, I've got to have a call of Robert Downey Jr. I'm doing i I'm doing Dr. Doom and I've, I've got to learn how to act. And I, I just fucking hate acting. I, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he yeah, let that, it spill. That's pretty close. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what he said. Yeah, so now a bunch of people are like, did he say he's in a Doctor Doom movie? Or, or is he yeah. saying, is he Doctor Doom? His actual words were, I'm doing Doctor Doom, which could mean a number of things. It's I Howard guess. Stern vagueness. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm not sure what to make of it. It seems... I, he's not the kind of, I mean, I, I say what you will about Howard Stern. He usually doesn't just like make things up that, that he's going to do that aren't true. Um, so I, I got to think he really is going to act in some MCU thing that involves Dr. Doom. It's really, really difficult for me to picture Marvel casting Howard Stern as the actor that plays Dr. Doom. That just seems, especially if this is there, they're bringing the fantastic four. He's their primary villain. If they do a secret wars type thing, it's, it's possible that would actually have to be like maybe the main villain of that, whether it's Dr. Doom or Kang or some combination like that. Um, so it's, it's hard for me to envision the 60 something year old Howard Stern being cast in a role with such seminal importance. Now, one thing I did see floated out there that that might actually make the most sense of all this is if he's just doing a, what if, a what if and they're debuting maybe it's not even the debut of dr doom maybe he's recording a voiceover as a but still he's he's bitching about acting so maybe that wouldn't quite i can quite see him i see him playing howard stern much like you've had other reporters mm -hmm. and figures appear in mcu films i see howard stern interviewing victor von doom like so vic you're uh you're you're the president of Latveria, right? You're the president of Latveria. Uh why are you a terrorist Show nation? Me your boobs, Baba Louie, Show Baba me your Louie. boobs, Baba Louie, Baba Louie. Yeah, like it just I, I don't I don't see him doing anything extra. I just see him maybe being there. It's just weird that it. he said doing Doctor Doom. Like if he said I'm doing the Fantastic Stern, Four. No, yeah, I mean he doesn't know what's going Howard on. Stern is just one of those guys. He's just vague. He just kind of throws things out there, and he doesn't add too much context. And he doesn't know shit about shit. Like he knows what he talks about, which is like boobies, but he doesn't know shit about shit. And it's it's quite possible if he was if they did, he, he could 
only know he's doing some scene with Dr. Doom and to him that's doing Dr. Doom. That doesn't mean he's in a movie called Dr. Doom or that he's playing Dr. Doom or anything like that. Cause that, that would be very strange, but it does. I, I mean, I see it being incredible that he's in some MCU movie playing some shock jock type role that, that I can definitely see them doing. Cause they'll, they want to, they want to get every actor and every person, every famous person you've ever seen. They want them to do a cameo at least at this point. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, Marvel studios is literally like kidnapping actors to play <laughs> in roles, no matter how big or small. Remember, uh, remember, um, uh, John C. Riley. Yeah. I barely yeah, remember. Yeah. Remember, yeah remember yeah. that. It's like, he was there for like two seconds. And I remember in all the promo stuff, it's like John C. Riley in guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> it's like, I think that's what's going to be like, I think it's going to be like, whether it's a fantastic four film or something else they have, they have, well, by they, I mean, the internet at large has talked about Dr. Doom potentially getting, um, his own film. I'm going to say no, only because up until Loki, Marvel has never made films about their villains. Yeah, they really have it. And, and I, you can't count Venom. You can't count Venom because of one, that's Sony. And two, he was never other than the Spider-Man three. He was never he was never started as a villain. It's not like Joker where obviously it's a villain. It's not like Black Adam, where even though The Rock is trying to do some, you know, PR whitewashing, Black Adam's a villain at the end of the, the day. Rock, Dwayne Johnson is touring the country, covering up Black Adam's crimes. It's it's uh, a shame to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he, he should be hired by North Korea, but it's uh, I, I don't see I don't see Howard Stern being this role but what that does also show <laughs> is that was make me picture the rock playing kim jong-un now <laughs> I'm like, I'm can you dig it <laughs> can you dig it yeah <laughs> do you smell what kim jong-un is cooking don't make me put a gong into this news that news gong. Episode. <laughs> yeah i mean but i think if they were to do that if they were to do a a, a solo doctor doom project of some kind it, it wouldn't be until the character had already debuted, been a true villain, gone through some kind of arc, um, gotten a great fan response to the point that they decided to do what they ended up doing with Loki and basically give him what in pro wrestling, shout out to our friends at the North South Connection, um, would be called a face turn. They essentially took a a villain that had, that had become popular over the years, both because the actor had be, just become well known for the role and he just had you know taken some character steps that kind of laid the groundwork for it. And they did a face turn. They they basically did the full face turn, I would say, in the Loki series. Although he had he had a couple little you know he's one of those face heel guys, uh, like uh, you know the rest of the Big Show. Yeah. That's kind of the joke about the big show is that he he turns like, you know, three times a year. He's bad. He's good. He's bad. He's good. That's kind of what Loki was for a little while. But I think this Loki series is has cemented him as a, a, a quote unquote face as a good guy in the comic book world, at least in the MCU. Yeah, but what this does show and this should be good news to people, especially with the fact that we've seen John Krasinski. We're already getting rumors of. Um, not only a thing casting, but when we could possibly th- see the thing is that Dr. Doom is coming to the MCU. We're definitely veering towards a Hickman Secret Wars uh, big event a la the Infinity Saga. I think the next big question is going to be if Stern isn't because there are some people who were like, oh, yeah, Howard Stern's Dr. Doom. Those people need to be pushed aside. If if we are getting Doctor Doom, what this does mean is that very soon we're going to get some Doctor Doom casting. I'm going to go ahead and throw out my dark horse candidate. So you don't think it will be Howard Stern? I don't think <laughs> I don't think it will be Howard Stern. My dark horse casting is the man who I originally thought was going to play Norman Osborn in the MCU. Uh, Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal over at Sony went ahead and said that there is no uh, Norman Osborn in the MCU. That Defoe is rightfully. <laughs> 
the only Osborne that will ever be associated with the Tom Holland Spider-Man era. I think a good Doctor Doom casting would be Matthew McConaughey. Really? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, hmm. I can absolutely all right, see. All right, all right, Mr. Fantastic. Think about it. You know who would think be fucking about great? It. You know who would be great? It will never happen. Josh Brolin. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Picture this. John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. Across from him, Leonardo DiCaprio as Victor Shit. Von Doom. You know no. he could pull it off. I don't even know if Marvel has that kind DiCaprio of DiCaprio is five foot five. You need a tall ass Doctor they, Doom. They, we can get around that. We have bricks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not concerned about height. Well, speaking of height, then, why don't we just go for, for Tom Cruise? This is Victor Von Doom. <laughs> You know, Tom Cruise. No, he wouldn't want to do that. I still think we're going to see him as an alternate version of Iron Man in some something. At some at, point, at some they can't point. Resist. no. They can't resist. Uh, I, I could see. I, I could see. <laughs> Ooh, you come oh, to Latveria, my turf. Robert De Niro, Johnny Once Depp. I think I'm out. Pull me back in. Johnny I'm Depp. Him. Johnny Depp. Johnny Ooh, Depp is. Doctor he has Doom. been redeemed, and he has not been an MCU project, and he is the an age that could still work, or at least he looks young enough that could still work. What about this one? Joaquin Phoenix as Dr. Doom. No, mm-hmm. not no, him. Not like no. Dustin Hoffman. Okay, now, now I'm just going to uh, now, now you're just getting a little out there. You know, DiCaprio, totally. Here's a serious one. Here's a serious one. Gary Oldman. Too old. Too old. Too old. I, I think, I think. Mm, I mean, his name is Oldman, so fair enough. If he was doing it, you know, he could have, I could see that maybe 10 years ago. What about Keanu Reeves? <laughs> no, you can't make Keanu a bad guy. Whoa. No, I do. I do predict we'll see him in the MCU within five years. Oh yeah, it's only a matter of time. He wants to do something. I could see him as a Silver Surfer. What about Michael Caine? Michael Caine is Victor Von Doom. I'm What's... Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. I'm Victor Von Doom. Howard Stern being Doctor Doom is more likely than Michael Caine. What about Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> He just screams about the Jews the whole time. All right. I think I think at this point, it's safe to say the newsroom has gone off the rails. Um, but thank you, everybody, for joining us for this inaugural episode of the SBC Newsroom. If you would like to support us and our endeavors to continue expanding this project, uh, please do so, do so over at patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Not only will you get, will you get every episode of SBC, which comes out normally every Wednesday. You'll get all those early. Uh, you'll also get every episode of the newsroom. I'll drop these probably a night or two early for patrons. Uh, you will also get all the incredible bonus content we've been doing behind the paywall. Uh, we've got shows I do, What Mark Missed, uh, A Case of the Runs, which I'm having a blast with, uh, as well as I am still doing Miss Marvel recaps. I just wrapped Obi-Wan recaps with our friend Dan Smont, so the system is down. Remzo, what else can they get back there? Remzo versus the MCU. I will announce it now. Uh, starting in August, you will be getting Remzo versus the DCEU. Ooh, so spicy. if you so spicy if you material. so so if you want to hear about all the films, a lot of you little bastards love to hate. You get to hear me redeem them all. Not that many of them needed redeeming, but some could use a thing or two. Indeed. Well, with that being said, I encourage y'all to continue to. Let's see. Do we have a different sign-off for this? <laughs> Continue to listen to us talk about comics and... Figure it out! Figure it out! See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Be 
sure to leave the show a five-star rating and review, and support the crew at patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.